Welcome to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellotta from singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Well, Happy New Year, everybody. I hope you all had an amazing holiday because I certainly did. Although the holidays are never really long enough, but I'm really happy to be back and hosting the Dating and Relationship Show right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. And right beside me is the mastermind behind this show, the executive producer, also the host of Inside Jokes that airs at 8 p.m. on Global News Radio 640 Toronto, Sandra Carusi. Hello. Sandra, how was ha- your holidays? Happy New Year. I know, Happy New Year. It was good. It was quiet. Lots of um, binge I l- watching. I love that. I love quiet you oh, know, know it's the it only great? yeah it's the only time of year where you know you don't have to answer phone calls and nobody's really bugging you but family so true it's the one week of the my favorite week of the year because of that yeah right love it well with a new year there's that saying new year and new me a phrase that is commonly overused i would say uh, but it can be especially true and liberating if you just went through a breakup over the holidays. Whether you've been dating someone for five years or five weeks, the holidays is a hard time to be alone or to be going through a, a rough patch in your relationship. And Valentine's Day is just around the corner, another popular breakup time. So today I invited Natalia Juarez, a breakup, divorce and relationship coach and the owner of Better Breakups. Welcome. Thank you. And Shirley Hung, a Toronto clinical social work therapist dedicated to emotionally focused couple and individual therapy. And uh, we're going to talk about going through breakups, offer support and advice on how to get back out there in the dating world today. Welcome, ladies. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Well, thanks for coming today. And so I know this is a loaded question, but I want to hear from you ladies. Why are breakups so hard to get over? Who wants to start? Well, I'll jump in. Okay. This is Natalia. Breakups are hard because loss is hard. And breakups can be incredibly disorienting. You've built an identity around this couple. And breakups tend to affect, you know, they affect our health, our social circle, everything. Mm -hmm. Shirley? I think breakup is really hard because you invest so much of your time, your energy, and you have built an attachment to the person. And a lot of time, you also create a lot of anxiety and fear about who you are, a lot of doubt about yourself, and also creating a lot of uh, maybe loss of self-confidence. And then there's also a lot of fear about the uncertainty and the future. At the same time, you're also mourning the loss of the dreams and hopes that you have had with this person. Yeah, and they say sometimes it's it's it's, it's harder to uh, to lose someone in a breakup than it is to 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 lose someone when it comes to death. Or the same thing, same grieving process, right? Absolutely. It, I really believe that there is such a thing as as romantic grief. Mm-hmm. And, and so many of my clients have a hard time saying that. You know, like they hesitate to say it's like, it's, it's like, like they're dead, but it's worse. Yeah, because you know that they're out there yeah. still. <laughs> And, and you can't reach them, you and know. And you want you them get, dead. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, oh, what? No. I think this sense of like huge sense of like be rejection, right? That's really painful. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think too, society, we have a way of, we don't accept this grieving process when it comes to breakups, no. I think. Right? Wouldn't you say? I think society is like, well, well, who cares? It's a breakup, like whatever. And I think that's a real problem because it is a big loss. It's considered one of the big three, like mm-hmm. for for human Absolutely. for human loss. And I think we we just need to give it a little respect and maybe attention yeah, to valid to validate it. Yes, yes, validate. Good word. So they say that women are better at breaking up than men. 
Would you guys say this is true? Why do you think this is? I find in my practice, I would say generally I have more women seeking for help really? after a breakup. Mm-hmm. So I guess maybe women are more feel um, easier to reach out for help. Women feel it's more normal to talk about breakups and talk about their emotions. And I think another aspect I see in and part of my role in helping my clients to be more connected to their feelings. And I think women in general are better at connecting to their emotions because yeah. there's so much, so much like, really, really strong emotions after breakup. Right? So much anger, mm-hmm. sadness, right? Anguish. And yeah. Surely it's so interesting you say that because in my practice, I see more men. Mm-hmm. And I see more men in my practice too, Natalia. Really? Mm-hmm. Yes. Why do yes. you think that's, that is? Uh, I, you know what? I really don't know. Do you know why? Because okay. Shirley's a psychotherapist and Natalia's a breakup coach. And I think that's a more friendly title for them is a breakup coach. I don't know. I'm just saying for a guy. And you know what? Men are more emotionally dependent on their romantic partners. And when they lose their romantic partner, they lose that, um, almost that bond. They don't know who to turn to. And, and women have this huge social circle. Yeah. You know, they, Mm -hmm. they can lean on friends, whereas men tend to not do that so much. Yeah. Yeah. I think women are more willing to explain to, to express it, let it out, rely on their social networks, seek help. And yeah, a lot of these men, I think they're looking for an expert to like, can you help me through this targeted issue? Mm-hmm. All right, we're going to be right back. We're going to talk about the different stages of a breakup. When we come back, you're listening to Global News Radio 640 Toronto, the dating and relationship show. You're listening to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellotta from singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Hey, we're back. You're listening to the Dating and Relationship Show on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Today we're talking about breakups. We have Natalia Juarez. She's a breakup coach in studio with us as, long, as well as Shirley Hung. She's a clinical social work therapist. And my co-host today is Sandra Carusi from Inside Jokes. So I want to talk now about the different stages of a breakup. So what do people go through after a breakup? Who wants to start? Natalia. Sure, I'll start. So the way I've structured it, the way it makes sense to me, I've been doing this work for about five years, is that there are three stages. The first is around survival. Like something has just happened. It's in the immediate. We need to take care of. Um, Like if you need to move out, um, there can be like a lot of sadness, uh, a lot of anger and shock. So it it also has to do a lot with... uh, with grief. And then after that, once they move out of that survival period, we start moving into nourishment where you're you're adding in a lot of goodness into your life and you're kind of adding in the good and working out the bad. And once you do that, and it can be it can be months, then we you know that you've healed once you start moving in, in, into integration. You've accepted it, you've you have renewal and you feel gratitude for the fact that it happened. You have enough distance and perspective. Gratitude that it happened. I don't think some of us ever get to that stage. Oh. Do they? Yeah, yeah. I, I can definitely look back and be very grateful that we broke up. That as hard as it was, that it was for the best. Yeah, but sometimes it takes some some people a lot longer than others. <laughs> yeah, surely. Um, I usually reframe it. I frame it around grief and loss. So there are five stages of a uh, grieving process, like denial. Uh, you might going through like a lot of bargaining, or maybe I should have done that. Maybe I should anger. have been kinder. Mm-hmm. And then you go through, of, of course, a lot of anger. 
And then finally moving to maybe a lot of sadness. Like anger and sadness always, I find that they come hand in hand. And then finally maybe accepting, right? Accepting what have happened. And then also kind of like rebuilding who you are, finding yourself again and finding meaning and purpose. And this grieving yeah. process is the same as the death of a loved one. So yes, that, very much. So that is there. Yes, right? yes. Okay. It is very much like the death of, it's a death of the relationship, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, oftentimes after a breakup, uh, it's really normal to have negative thoughts and feelings and feelings of like, I'll never meet anyone again. You know, my life is over. Or you feel like a failure. Some and, people you know, feel And like some people actually commit suicide over it, which is totally horrible. Um, but what what do you have to say to those people who feel like, you know, their life is over and they're never going to meet anybody again? I think in my practice, a lot of time, I would, of course, validate this thought because it's very normal. We all have done that. We all have been there. And also I, in my practice, I help a lot of my clients to really look at, again, to connect with the emotions inside. When they have this thought, what's going on inside, Right. What to help them to connect to the emotion and to express in healthy ways, in vulnerable ways, those emotions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Italia? I th- I find it's really helpful to prepare people for what what's coming. So you know those thoughts of like, what if what if I never get over this? What if I never meet anybody? Um, what if yeah, all of these. As soon as you voice them, then these people almost feel like you, you've read their mind. They're like, yes, that's exactly what it feels like. And I think it's human nature to when things are bad to feel like. Like they'll be bad forever, mm-hmm. um, yeah. which isn't true. No, it, yeah. And this is also connected to whether or not this is the first time someone's been through a big heartbreak, mm-hmm. right? Because if 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 you've had these thoughts before and recovered, then the second time you go through a big breakup, once they come again, you're like, oh, I know, I know, I'll get over this because I'm mm-hmm. the breakup queen. <laughs> what advice can you give those who caused the breakup due to their, let's say, infidelity or wrongdoing? Um, or just and let's say they're remorseful and, and you know, um, but there's no turning back now. What do you have to say to those people? Surely. I think it's just like it's a it's normal to to validate those feelings, right? And to help them again to understand what their feelings are and to take the time to reflect and who yeah. as a therapist I will process with my clients. Right, what have happened, what they've learned from the process, right? What they like to do differently. But again to also look at like what are the deeper issues, right? A lot of time infidelity or maybe other things happen, they're underlying issues, right? Mm-hmm. So to really look at dig a bit deeper to what's going on. But again, a lot of time I will also start at where my clients are at. What are their goals of coming to see me? What are you know, what are they what would they like to work on? Mm-hmm. Sandra, what did you want to ask? No, just quickly, um, Sometimes the person doing the breaking up doesn't get empathy from other people, friends or family. There's a lot of guilt. Right? Yes. Or, or like, you know, like I broke up in my divorce. I broke up with my mm-hmm. husband. And um, people like family and friends are like, what, what are you crying about? Well, I'm still oh, ha- suffering yes. a loss of a unit, yes. of a oh, family sh- unit, of a coupledom. But you don't cry as long as if you were the one that would, you know, if someone was breaking up with no, you. No, obviously. No, yeah. you don't. But Give breaking up, time. I never expected when I got into this work. I got into it to help people recover. And then people started contacting me to help them initiate a breakup. And it was oh, tough, wow. but I think that there there is definitely a way to break up with someone with compassion. And oh, they, mm-hmm. they don't want to hurt somebody. But what you have to do is help them connect with a long-term vision of you're actually holding them back. Like, they deserve to be loved. So, yes, yes it might be messy for, you know, a few months, but... In the long term, this is worth it. Good. Can you tell us how to do this it after the break? Sure. <laughs> okay. So what are some mistakes that people make after a breakup? What should they avoid doing? 
I know one thing, that's for sure. I, we have to take a break. We'll be right back. Mm-hmm. Stay with us. We're going to talk about mistakes that you should not make after a breakup right after this break. Now back to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bilotta from singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. And we're back. You're listening to the Dating and Relationship Show on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. I'm Laura Bilotta of singleinthecity.ca. My co-host is Sandra Carusi of Inside Jokes. And we have Natalia Juarez, a breakup coach in studio with us, as well as Shirley Hung, a clinical social work therapist. We're talking about breakups and um, we want to talk now about how to initiate a breakup anybody know because I do but I want to hear from Natalia (laughs) okay so I'll start by saying that every situation is very different Mm -hmm. Um, but what is common to them is that if someone's decided that they don't want to be in a relationship anymore but they feel stuck you know, it's known as like they they live together their families are friends Mm -hmm. um, their social circle kids it's People need to let it out, express how they're feeling, and then we get really clear on like like what is not working and then having some sort of a long-term vision. If they don't want to be with their partner, their partner deserves to be with someone who loves them. So although, you know, every situation is so different, I think what's common to them is that it's important to create some sort of a plan and to get really clear on what's not working and why it is that you want to exit the relationship and then to work through the logistics of what that's going to look like of an exit plan. And of course, before you decide to exit, I think that you need to maybe seek counseling first, right? Like have this conversation before you actually end the relationship, Shirley. How do you feel about that? I think it depends on the person. Some mm-hmm. people, they are very clear about what's not going, not, what's not working well in a relationship and they have been given a lot of thought and I would say that they probably they left should be the giving some sort already. of yeah they should be given some sort of warning I think that I think probably. that's what's fair especially if you're mm-hmm. married and you have children yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah like that conversation is so different from someone who's been dating someone yes for like a few months or a few years yeah mm-hmm. yeah that's why yeah, but we want to make different. sure we cover everybody but I think if you are going to break up with someone you want to make sure that there are no children in the room mm-hmm. and that you're by yourselves and that you come um uh, you come. Um, from a place where you are compassionate, you have empathy, uh, but you are firm at the same time. You don't want to raise your voice because obviously this person is probably going to get really upset. So you do want to be as empathetic as as you can be. But sorry, go ahead. And I guess like honesty, right? And I think I hear that a lot of time from my friends, my own experience or my clients that people say, oh, it's not you, it's me. Mm -hmm. And it's never feel like a closure, right? You never, I think, be truthful about what is not working. It doesn't mean that it's personal. It just means that maybe it's about the relationship that you're not, uh, feel like we're not able to communicate effectively or not able to resolve issues in the relationships. Yeah, saying it's not you, it's me is just such a cop out. And what a horrible way to leave a person you once loved. Give them yes. the respect that you had. If they were good enough to marry or to be in a relationship with, they're good enough to have the respect of a good breakup. And yeah, you're probably breaking up because you're probably angry. Maybe they cheated. Maybe who knows? But I think uh, what you just said makes so is so yeah. true. Yeah. So let's talk about some of the mistakes people make after a breakup. What should they avoid doing? Well, I can start on that. Mm-hmm. Do not beg, beg, beg and plead for them to come back to you. That's so nasty. 
No, I did that once. Oh, I, I did that. Yeah, and it was, you know what? what I, I have you to only say, did it once. It, you know, I, yes, it's true. <laughs> I have to say, I only really got dumped once and it was the most painful. And I couldn't handle it because I was like, you're dumping me. And I begged this guy mm. to come back to me. I literally begged. I was pathetic. I drove to his house. I sat there, cried to his mother. He's oh like, get God. her out of the house. He wasn't even there. Like, I was just like this pathetic person. And, you know, it, it's almost like he lost respect for me. And I felt like if I had actually taken a step back and taken a breather and thought and thought it out and was like, okay, you know, what am I going to do next as opposed to doing that? He may have had more respect for me and uh, he may have come back to me, but he never did. <laughs> <Yeah>. Shocking. <laughs> Shocking. And, and not everybody, like not everybody goes through that, but for those people, and I work with a lot of them, I tell them, I'm like, you bring your crazy to me. Like, if you feel like saying this or texting this, text it to me and we will, you know, we'll play it out to see how that's how that's going to go because it will not go well. Yeah. Yeah. That's so, great. That's actually great. I guess with the social media nowadays, a lot of my clients would tell me that they would be like Facebook stalking their ex yes. or constantly on Instagram trying to look for like any signs that they are in a new relationship, like very obsessed I guess, with mm -hmm. trying to get the ex back or trying to stalk what's happening in the ex life. I think that's really not healthy yeah, in terms of moving on. Yeah, mm. let's talk about social media. Yes. I mean, what are some of the rules around that? Because uh, I, I would say that if you're going to break up with someone, avoid stalking them. Maybe avoid, block. Block them. No, I don't know if I would block. Would you, do you guys suggest blocking? Again, it depends on the person, but some people yeah. some people have that, those like addictive personalities. And so, yes, you have to disconnect. Like the word, you know, unfriending somebody is so loaded. So mm -hmm. I say disconnect from your ex and you can let them know, you know, for the next like, you know, in the next while, the next few months, I'm just going to disconnect from you while I'm healing. So there's that. And there's also minimizing contact. And it can be anyone in your immediate mm -hmm. circle who might be posting photos of them. You can unfollow them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I want to Absolutely. talk about healing practices when we come back. We need to take a break. You're listening to Global News Radio 640 Toronto, the dating and relationship show. Relationship show with Laura Bellotta from singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Well, thank you for tuning in. You're listening to the Dating and Relationship Show on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Today we're talking about breakups. So common over the holidays and uh, with Valentine's Day approaching, also very common. Uh, we have Natalia Juarez, a breakup coach in studio, as long, along with Shirley Hung. She's a clinical social work therapist. And my co-host today is Sandra Carusi from Inside Jokes. And before the break, we were talking about uh, social media and um, how you should not stalk your ex on social media. And then I wanted to talk uh, further about some more healing practices. But our intern, Alicia, has a question. Alicia. <laughs> she's we love her. What, 24? Uh, almost, yeah. And wow, so cute. Kinds. And she's single. <laughs> she's single. Get in, here. Get in here. Get in the game. Yeah, I had a question for Natalia and Shirley. Um, so I'm recently like talking to a guy who just got out of a relationship. And my friend, she always... I guess probes me to check his Instagram to be like, oh, like, did he delete any pictures of his ex yet? Like, because that really means something. And if like they're still there, she she's like, oh no, like you can't hang out with him. That means he's not over it. But like, how like big of a 
I don't know, I guess thing is that in somebody's like social media presence to still have pictures of their ex, like, does that mean anything? Uh, and, and I can answer to that. I, I think it depends on the person. And mm-hmm. I think it depends on the age yeah. of the person. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I know people who have broken up with their exes and they still have pictures up because that is their past. And I don't see anything wrong with keeping pictures of your of your Yeah, but your I think it's disrespectful. I don't think so. So for in this case, if he's dating Alicia. Because like you could be looking hot in a lot of those photos. Why would you take those down? It's like one person in the world who thinks that way and that's Laura Bellata right here. <laughs> Uh, actually, I do too. Sometimes it's like, what a shame I don't yeah. talk to this person. What's I your take Instagram, Sandra? Sandra underscore Carusi. And mine is Laura underscore Bellotta. Go there now. And check out some <laughs> hot photos. Um, let's talk to our specialists here, Natalia and Shirley, about this. Um, can you have your ex pictures up? Is that healthy for you? Maybe you should take them down. I think it really depends on the relationship, the person, but and it's become an issue, yeah. right? Then it's important to have an open communication about it. What are the boundaries, what you need from each other? I think at the end of the day, what is important for one person in a relationship probably would become important for the other person as well. Oh. I guess it keeps just to have honesty and communication. Mm-hmm. Natalia? Exactly. You know, we make all of these assumptions and we don't talk about it. You know, if it's important to you, but your partner might be clueless about it. Like, they, you know, like they don't even look at like their history on social media. But if mm-hmm. it's important to you, you can you can approach it. But a- that's different if you're dating somebody new. But yes. if you just broke up with someone and you still have photos on there, that doesn't necessarily mean that they're still, you know, banging the person or <laughs> having sex with them or they're <laughs> dating them it could just mean that you know especially guys they don't think about stuff like that exactly right? they yeah. just don't so to answer your question alicia it depends on the person i vote i vote to take them down that's my personal opinion yes i agree because you, you can still keep those for yourself but yeah especially like the deeper you go into a relationship i i don't think you need to have those, I, I, th- I it's that's a, my personal opinion. it's a problem you gotta take the pictures down <laughs> yes you and them I, they, yeah, well, I don't know. The hell I, do I know? That's okay. my specialist. Okay, what are some <laughs> healing practices or activities you promote after going through a breakup that will help mend a broken heart? Ladies? Drugs, wine, <laughs> porno. Sandra. I love you. I'm a specialist too. You know what you think these guys are? They're big fancy titles. I have my own. If you want to contact me, I'll, I'll tell you how to get over a breakup. If you're guys, first of all, I'll give you my number. Get Lover. under someone really quick. Okay, I can start. Um, get if you're if, if they've given you jewelry, put it away for now. You don't have to get rid of it, but you know, Russell just until Oliver? you're you're over them. And you know what? Renovate your place. Mm-hmm. If there's anything that reminds you of them in your place, sheets got to go. I, I read <laughs> yes. about energetically. Yes. Is that true or not? Yes. And yes, a mattress. If you could get rid of the whole mattress, N- Natalia. Yeah. What else? <laughs> it's all about being really good to yourself after mm-hmm. when, whatever that means to you but and def i think you need to take care of your physical body because that's within your control while your emotional body is processing this so you need to exercise eat well sleep oh yeah if you, you should can, be doing that at all times but it's not a, just when you go through a breakup important. yeah mm-hmm. yes i get that and how about purging and getting rid of old stuff and also organizing yourself yeah i have an entire article on that you do yes there's a whole process and i 
at first you can just put everything into a box to just get it out of sight. You can deal with it later if you can't deal with it right now. But I think the the post breakup home cleanse, like that is your environment. That is your sanctuary. Um, because who knows when you step out, you don't know if you're going to run into them or someone's going to ask you some sort of, you know, terrible Shirley, question. Surely. Um, I guess like surround yourself with good people, yes, with positive relationships. And I think a lot of time I hear from friends and clients that Don't leave they, they might home. create this uh, <laughs> um, negative view about the, the other gender. Yeah. Or all men are bad, all women are mm. bad. And I think spending time with healthy like friends who are from the opposite sex or healthy like couples that you, like yeah, good Alicia couples, needs to get rid spending of that time friend. with that. Yeah. Yeah. And I, what I did when, when I went through this horrible breakup was I took a solo trip. I remember going to Cancun and it was, yeah. And then I had like a swinging couple, I had a swinging couple after me. And then I had this like, uh, well, she was a stripper from Montreal. She was, she was after me. I was like, oh my goodness, what's going on? What kind of energy am I exuding here? And it all goes back to (laughs) And no, nothing happened. No, nothing happened. Every show, how hot Laura is. That's not true. I'm just telling my story. That's right. Take (laughs) a solo trip. It'll do you good. The post breakup trip is is a great strategy yes it's yes. like the hangover See, thank you very much no, it's about finding yourself it's again yeah i think that's the first finding yourself again <laughs> so i wasn't far off with the drugs and all that then. so I, there we need to take a break you're listening to global news radio 640 toronto the dating and relationship show we'll be right back Back to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bilotta from singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. You're listening to the Dating and Relationship Show on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. I'm Laura Bilotta with my mastermind executive producer, right. co-host, That's Sandra right. Carusi. <laughs> she also hosts Inside Jokes right here on uh, Global News Radio, 640 mm-hmm. Toronto, 8 p.m. on Sundays. And uh, we're talking about breakups. Love this topic because you know what? We've all been through breakups and people are going through breakups right now. So I'm hope, uh, hopefully this show is going to help a lot of people. We have Natalia Juarez. She's a breakup coach in studio with us as well as Shirley Hung, a clinical social work therapist. Uh, Natalia, what are the biggest obstacles that uh, you see newly single people facing when getting back into the dating game? after they've been in like, let's say a long-term relationship? Um, first of all, they don't know how to date. They, okay. so let's just say so they true. met someone. In well, there's tr- people that haven't been in long-term relationships that don't know how to date. Cause I help a lot of those people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, so many of the people who I work with are going through a divorce, say in their forties and they met their prior partner in their early twenties when they right. were, mm. when you just used to hang out and then you would just get married. So now they're new, they're, they're single again. And yeah, they have to learn how to like take the time to get to know people, how to date multiple people at once. Manscape. Yes. <laughs> no, no, grooming is different in the past 20 years. Like I know this is a very funny subject, but pe- 20 years ago, people didn't shave everywhere like they do now. And these are things I talk about but in my comedy. But do older men, you might know, do older men shave? Like I know a 60-year-old judge who said, I heard I'm supposed to shave down you there. You heard? He said, I heard I'm supposed to shave down there. I said, yes, and your eyebrows, maybe clean them up a bit. Because he wanted to date younger women. And I said, you better be cleaned up because they're not going there if you don't. 
so many people, <laughs> and I see this in my practice, so many people mm-hmm. bring that baggage from from one relationship to the yes. other. I and they yeah, and they, they lean Terminal on that one. person. Like, you know, you're not the therapist, you know. That person you're dating, that new person, is not the therapist. You mm-hmm. know, they can't save you. You need to save yourself first, which takes me to my next question for Shirley. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to love yourself first before someone else can love you. Let's, let's you know, so that you can gain the, the self-confidence that you need. Let's talk about that, Shirley. How can people get back to self-love? I guess people need to know, to learn how to be happy on their own, to enjoy their own company. And I always tell clients, either women and men, the relationship with yourself, you have, you always have to work on it. You can never break up with yourself. So you need to, the most important is to, to like, cultivate and connect with yourself cultivate a really strong relationship with yourself and when you love yourself and then you will when you're not trying to need a partner you will just be like and how, like an icing. yeah and what are some ways that people can do that to love yourself yes i think it's to like be be good to yourself by like learning to self take up self-care practice physically mentally spiritually like, and so yeah. uh go on retreats we put, I think it means different things for different people. For some people, it might mean go on an adventure, mm-hmm. a nature, or being artistic, right? Surround and yourself with positive people. Yeah. Become your own best friend. Mm-hmm. Like, stop waiting to, you know, find the right guy to go to that restaurant or buy you flowers yes. or all this. Buy exactly. for yourself. Be, become I tell my client the same thing. Yes. And, yeah, so a, a ton of self-care. And uh, I just mm-hmm. read some book called uh, Love Yourself Like Your Life Depends On It. Because it does. Mm-hmm. But I think it's a really great breakup book. Did you uh, read my book, Single in the City, yet? And there's the no. plug. Natalia. <laughs> <laughs> and where can we find that book, Laura? I'm actually going to send you one. Thank you. Amazon. Amazon. I didn't know that. Amazon.ca. Nice. Wow. <laughs> Talks about self-love in there and uh, getting on after a divorce. Well, talk about it. So uh, how, how do you self-love? What are some other examples? Uh, again, like um, going on a vacation, <clears throat> learning about yourself and surround, like you said, surrounding yeah. yourself with some great people. And um, how could I learn about myself? Uh, well, you know what? There's actually, I bet you there is a lot about yourself that you don't even know. So exploring new places, exploring new things, trying new activities, yeah. just getting out there, you and know, spending- getting out there as much as possible. Yes, Shirley. Yeah, I think I always get this question a lot and I thought about it a lot when I was single as well. And I think spending a lot of time in solitude, I find that was what really helped me. Yeah. yeah. It was so scary, so uncomfortable. Yes. And, and, and another big, big, big one is don't allow any negative energy into your life mm-hmm. you know get rid of that negative uh, those negative suckers you know and you know I did that clean sweep uh, like a couple of years ago and I'm telling you my life has never been better it's true y- it's true you actually end up attracting better partners I think exactly. as I attracted you I know well they all been down there downhill from there <laughs> for you no but um, you end up attracting uh, this is very important because yes. I went through that whole thing after my divorce and I, I had too many negative people around me that I didn't realize. And sometimes you don't realize the people around you, how toxic they are. And then you wonder why you're in these bad relationships. And I think a big part of the breakup is breaking your pattern, right? Mm-hmm. Making sure when you get back out there, you're not after the same type of person you were the first time. Yeah. Because yes. sometimes they look different, they act different, but really, But that's the same. why it's important after a breakup to, to stand back and, and, and analyze that relationship. 
What did yes. I like about it? Yes. What did I not? Natalia, you want That's to say something? That's so amazing to work with people, mm-hmm. I would say, post-30, because then we can really start digging into their relationship history. And yeah, yes. look for those, that, those patterns. Because dating in your 20s, you're just, you're kind of sometimes just exploring. You're not willing to like listen necessarily to, you know, the wisdom of, mm-hmm. of relationship coaches. Yeah. yeah, so you don't want to keep making the same mistakes over and over again. And and so many people do that. So it's really, uh, really important to take a step back and analyze what went right, what went wrong, and what do you want and not want for your future. We need to take a break. Stay with us. We're talking about breakups on the Dating and Relationship Show. Listening to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellotta from singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. I'm here with my real estate friend, Holly Garvey Penny. What's up with HGP's tips and trends today? Hi, Sandra. Today's actually a design tip, and that is look up. Huh. I'm talking about taking advantage of the vertical space in your home. There's a lot of square footage up there above the couches and tables. That could mean adding shelves and colorful wall-mounted cabinets of different sizes, stacking your paintings or artwork in an interesting arrangement, changing your floor lamp to wall-mounted lighting. Not only will it add some character to your space, it's also quite functional. Call or email me today. I can help you. They can reach you at hgp at bosleyrealestate.com or 416-322-8000. Thanks, Sandra. Now back to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bilotta from singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. What an amazing show. So much fun today in studio with uh, my co-host, Santa Cruci from Inside Jokes, Natalia Juarez, breakup coach, Shirley Hung, clinical social work therapist. We're talking about breakups. You're listening to Global News Radio 640 Toronto, the dating and relationship show. And I am Laura Bellotta. And uh, we were talking about starting to date again before the break. So I just want to ask that one question. When do you know that uh, it's, it's the right time to start dating again? Surely. I think when you feel good about yourself, you feel love towards yourself and you, you just like, you know, you're busy focusing on building new experiences, creating a new life for yourself. That's important because it's allow you to be strong enough to also to be vulnerable in a new relationship. Mm-hmm. And how about yeah. this one? When you wake up in the morning, the first person that you think of is not your ex. And when you go to bed at night, the per- first person that you think of is not your ex. That's amazing. So, right? <laughs> <laughs> How do you know you're over someone though? Sometimes well, because people that, think of they that, are. right? Like oh, you're not thinking about them all okay. the time. I went through a when I went through that horrible breakup, like it took me eight years to get over that guy. Wow. And I want to talk about this because I think it's important for people to 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 hear me out and to hear us why out. Why do you think it took you so long? You know long? why it took me so long? Because I kept focusing on mm-hmm. the good stuff, you know, mm-hmm. like I, how he made me feel, like and when he touched me and oh, how good looking he was and when things were good, how good they were. But I didn't focus on the negative, like he didn't uh, allow me to be the person that I am. He wouldn't be okay with me 
running single in the city. He was very jealous. He he was just constantly mad at me. Like I I didn't focus on that. I oh focused God. on yeah. I focused on so kind of romanticizing the past. I did, and it took me eight years, but mm-hmm. I finally got it. And I was like, you know what, Laura, it would have never worked with this guy. So you know, do you guys have any more advice for people? Yeah, I think that's the nature of mm-hmm. of the brain on a breakup. Like that's the psychology behind it that you start to remember all of the good to try mm-hmm. to reestablish that connection and attachment. So it's what I call anchors is helping people to get really clear on a few things in the relationship that will shift their energy. Like every time you start going back down that road, you remind yourself of these like three to five things. So the negative part of that partner. Yeah, that like, yeah, certain like, whether they were incidences or qualities mm-hmm. of that person or the mm-hmm. relationship. And not to say you have to, you know, like dislike them, but sometimes that can just help you to get to a better place where you can integrate the good and the bad of the relationship. Surely? I think it's just about like being reminding yourself of who you want to be, right? What kind of relationship you want to be with. And if that relationship is providing you those needs. So again, you need to know yourself. You need to love yourself. Because when you love yourself, then you feel you deserve those needs. That is not too much. A lot of time I find my clients, they are wondering, is it okay? should I be asking that? Am I entitled for that? Do I deserve that? So when you love yourself, you know you deserve someone's commitment. You know you deserve someone giving you full attention. Right? Yeah, so. let's talk about closure. Because I, I think it's so important to have closure in a relationship. And whether you're the one who's breaking up with someone or someone's breaking up with you, for goodness sakes, give the person closure. Mm -hmm. You know, they would have this ghosting going on right now. Hopefully it's not with long-term relationships, but, you you know, don't just walk away and and leave the person hanging because that is what makes it more painful. And that's what made it more painful for and me. This He just left and it's just like, oh my gosh. And that like, makes them very sociopathic. Yeah. Whoever does that. I'm sorry. I'm going to call you out on it because ghosting means when you just cut the person off, you don't talk to them, you don't even break up with them. It's just this new uh, yeah. pattern that's going on and sociopathy. I'm not a doctor, so I could say that. Yeah. But it's Closure just, is, mm-hmm. like, I know it's so important, but sometimes you have to give yourself the closure. How do you do that? You're just, you're not, you're, the other person may not give you yeah. the real reasons. Mm-hmm. And even yes. if they do, they might really hurt you. Mm-hmm. And that closure might come a lot later. Mm-hmm. So I just tell people, you know, you can focus on like, if you just knew these things, it would help you. But but very often it doesn't. And the truth is, it doesn't matter. It's over. Mm-hmm. It's over. I really agree <laughs> with Natalia too. Sometimes you might not get a closure. I remember my ex yeah. broke up with me very suddenly and he never told me the real reason. Just say, it's not you, it's me. And One what did it do to you? What did it do to you? It was, it was like really, really devastating. Yeah. It is. Really, it's and devastating. I couldn't see it coming at all. And I really agree with Natalia. said, you might never get that. Ladies, so learn to accept it, last yeah. question. We have to go. I know this has been so much fun. But what are some important things for people to know when starting off the new year, newly single? Shirley. Um, I think it's important to, like what we talked about earlier, like love yourself, find yourself. And I think be intentional about who to be who you want to be with. I think that's so important. So take the time to, to build yourself. Because you might meet this person and then you might not have the quality that this person is also looking for. So I think be the person you want to be with. But most important is to love yourself, yeah. find yourself. And Natalia? Yeah. If you want to find love in 2018, commit that you're, it's going to become a priority. And yes, take care of yourself because that also helps with marketing yourself in, in the dating world. You know, invest, you know, hire a coach, read books, get podcasts. And the last two things are get online if you're not. 
and also get offline and meet people in the real world. Well, thank you so much, ladies, for joining me tonight and offering your amazing advice. We all know uh, going through a breakup is so hard, and it's important to know how to come closer to healing your heart, your mind, and your soul. If you have been through a breakup and need someone to talk to, you can connect with Shirley Hung at ShirleyHungTherapy.com, as well as Natalia at BetterBreakups.com. And if you feel that you're ready to move on after a breakup, then you can always come and find love with me. Laura Bellotta at singleinthecity.ca. And you can always tune into Sandra Carusi's radio show, mm-hmm. Inside Jokes, right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto, 8 p.m., right before this show on Sunday nights. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Until next week, ciao for now.